0: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Dr. Missy Hood here with the 15-Minute Rev. I hope you guys are having a great week. Wow, that kind of faded out a little faster than I wanted it to. Hope you guys are having a great week, though. Happy Tuesday. I got on way early today. And uh, how do you like my little uh, Elizabethan turkey? Elizabethan turkey. Anyway, I hope you guys are getting some feast and festivities ready to go, um, and please be praying too. It's it's not too bad today, Cynthia. It's not too bad so far. I'm I'm really really happy. Hi Stacy. It's good to see you guys. I you know a lot of stuff going on right now, man. Um, even though it's kind of a weird Thanksgiving, and I'm not going to be negative by saying that, but it is kind of weird, you know, because of the state of the nation and all that other kind of good stuff. But some things do stay the same. Some things do really stay the same, and we want to actually thank our sponsors uh that's margaret Rowe. i hope you can see her new book she just had a wonderful book signing gosh i I wish i'd put it up on here and maybe i do have it we do have this book though. Uh, that's our new books that she and i have just written together too but through the lens is her newest book that's that book that you're seeing if you can see that right there in my my hand you can grab your copy of that that talks about all of her design uh jewelry design and whatnot and then our newest book together was actually just by sweet cousin Brad. and we actually lost um, his mom not to tell you our stuff but uh, we lost his mom uh, about nine months prior or a year prior actually we lost his mom a year prior to that and then we lost his sister two weeks before he died so my uncle jim lost his whole family within the matter of like a year and three months so we wrote the book about that and uh, about our encounters with God in heaven, because God meets you in the middle of your grief and he meets you to answer hard questions. And so we wrote that book for you uh, as well as for ourselves. And so I hope you enjoy that. We'll be giving you updates on this and you can grab your copy. But I want to thank you for joining the 15 Minute Rev today. And uh, I've got a hard word again, but I understand why. It's because of where the body is not at right and i see what god's doing and how many of you have been feeling pressure start to rise around you am i the only starting to sense it with the narrowing of the spiritual laws we we told you that there was going to be a narrowing that was going to uh, start taking place where god's going to be implementing new spiritual laws for 2024 and the prophets are saying it they're already sensing it too i mean we're things are fixing to start hopping and popping and so we're really starting to sense god's presence walk into the room that's what we told you was going to happen that truth was coming truth is coming all truth is coming into the room and right behind truth comes inspection or judgment and then justice hey how are you doing alex it's good to see you man but um i'm getting ahead of myself but i want to welcome you to the 15 minute rev today and i do hope you're getting ready for your happy thanksgiving i hope you do have one and i hope you get lots of turkey and all that good stuff. But Getting you geared up for the holiday season. And so here we go. This is the word. I I felt like I would just come on and give it. And prep you guys for what's coming. Because I feel like if you're psychologically prepared and you know what's coming, you've got it on your plate. You can kind of help God to eat. Ask God to help you eat this elephant one bite at a time. And so this is the title for today. It's called... fake church mountain crumbling Ooh, here it goes truth rising pressure building forced compliance let me repeat that fake church mountain crumbling truth rising pressure building forcing compliance you think god is playing a game i don't think god's playing the game anymore and matter of fact if you know anything about the lord he had to start somewhere he had to force compliance somewhere or else we would never have wanted to grow up as the bride. We would never have even known what it looked like to come inside. We would never have even known we were out of alignment. And so, yes, I believe that God had to start implementing the spiritual law somewhere and, and tightening the reins around the body of Christ to show us how far out of alignment we would gotten with him. And and I'm hearing all kinds of leaders right now stating what a mess the church is in what a mess and it's because the bride you want to catch some real shocking stuff the bride he pulled the bride out of the church i know some of you have a problem with the way that i speak and whatnot and you think oh you're not you're not speaking christianese like me no i'm not built that way that's not who god called me to be for this season for the for the body i'm called to minister to people outside of the church so of course, you know, I walk a thin gray line. I have all my life. So to the average eye, to the average leader, I probably look like I'm of the world or what have you, but ask them to show you my heart. To will show you my heart. I don't care. But you're not the judge of it. So make sure you get that clear before you do it. So here we go. Happy pre-Thanksgiving. I hope you are getting ready for this holiday season with gusto. So although. It is a probably going to be a different holiday season than we've ever experienced. God's getting you prepped for 2024. And that's the best news for a lot of you because you're ready to walk through your door and you probably already have entered in there. So the first thing, though, I'm going to prep you for before we get into this word. I want to tell you about the prophets. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me about that. I don't think the body realizes this either. When God started narrowing the laws in 2023 to start the forced alignment. He sent in mercy, double mercy prophets. I'm double truth now. He sent in double mercy first. But if you know anything about double mercy, now the double mercy prophets, they're not, they're not pushovers. Trust me, they're not pushovers. They're aligned with truth. And I can name a few out there for you. Ron Horner, Daniel Duvall, go check them out. And Dan, Pastor Dan, is no pushover. Neither is Pastor or Apostle Ron. They're not a pushover. So, but God sent in mercy, double mercy uh, apostles, and, and double mercy prophets in first to prep you for what was coming into the room. Okay, so now, whoo, Now the hour he he shifted into overdrive fast, didn't he? He shifted into overdrive really fast. He sent in double truth. Boom. It's like we shifted over and he shifted gears and he locked it down and turned the nitrous on. I'm like, woo. And everybody's like, woo, you're blowing my hair back. And I wasn't ready for this. And oh my God, this is not what I thought who God thought God was. And you want to know why? Because your flesh is still trying to abide and God's trying to get you away from you. So that he can come out and you can come through imagine that so okay I'm gonna prep you before we get into this word today, and this is what God is saying for my double-truth vessel just so you know this double truth prophetess I'm at the 11 o'clock hour now you understand the the clock and I and, know and, uh, do I have it out here I had it out here yesterday did I get it shoot man all right well you don't get to see the clock today um I'm sorry I don't have that ready for you but oh maybe I do yes I do oh god bless you god okay good Good. so we're gonna put this over here we're gonna put this let me see if i can drop this in here without messing myself up if it let me do it nope it won't it won't doggone it okay so here we go hey good afternoon everybody but um but this is who we are double truth prophets every prophet if you're a prophet or apostle all the fivefold, you reside at one through 12 points on the clock You start at one o'clock, obviously, and you find your tribe. Those are all God's personality traits, by the way. And if you are double truth, double mercy, you're either going to be in February, in April, in August, or October. Those are double truth, double mercy. So when you work your way through the clock or time every year, When you hit the fourth quadrant of God's heart, that's September through December. We're in C4 right now. Time is getting late for the year. It's getting late into God's season and God's heart, which means you should be aligned by now. Because the hour's late. It's the 11 o'clock hour. So if you hit that 11 o'clock hour, you've got one more opportunity for this year. It's double, double transformation month, by the way. That's what this year is. So if you're behind, this is a good time to ask God to do double deliverance on you through the divine. Okay. So, but if you're hitting the 11 o'clock hour at the same time and you're disobedient, guess who's fixing to get judged? Because if you hit December, December is a tribe of Benjamin and their jobs Or to shoot us straight through. That means by this time you should be aligned. To shoot us straight through into the new. So if you aren't transformed, he's inspecting you. So if this this is where we're at right now at the 11 o'clock hour, right before judgment hits. So my words are going to be sharp. As a truth prophet, devil truth. Prep yourself. I'm just bracing. Just brace yourself. (laughs) I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. It's just... I feel like that's what I have to tell people. Just brace yourself. Put your seatbelt on. This word's going to be high power today. If you, and if you don't have enough God and love in you where truth is unoffendable, you're only going to see me through your eyes of flesh and religion. So I'm going to offend you, but not purposefully. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just being me. Imagine being me all my life. This is how I've been all my life. I, I can't stop being me. God made me Who I am to serve him in the body of Christ for this time. And so, but if you truly have Jesus in you, you're going to see my heart the way Jesus sees me. This is true love, which is unoffendable. And so this is where God is trying to bring the body back into. But I have a funny feeling. It's only going to be a small portion of you. Because if you know anything about Jesus, see Jesus. Let's look at Peter. This is a brief little overture here. But, you know, Peter, cussed like a sailor. And he was the one who, uh, didn- he didn't deny him. He rebuked Jesus before he went to the cross, and Jesus rebuked the devil and then by- right back. And guess what, G- guess what Peter does now? Simon Peter, upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Now, if Jesus can love Peter, surely you can love some flawed people. For those of you not stuck in the spirit of religion, that means you're stuck in you. That means you're stuck in your own ways when you refuse to change and come into and mature into the ancient of days. But do you know what Peter does right now? Right now. And I've seen him in heaven. He sits beside Christ in heavenly places and he oversees the supreme court of God. Did you know that? Upon this rock of truth, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's just a little tidbit there for you. So, okay. So this is the key to coming forth in time is to force yourself to listen to the truth prophets who are forcing you through God in them to align. And if not, you will resent us and the devil will begin trying to use your vessel which will place you under God's judgment for touching the divine, which is the wrong way. Why is that? Just giving you some insight here today. Um do you realize the more truth we operate in, that's the more of God is housed in that vessel? So you're not putting your mouth on me, Missy who doesn't care what you say about me careless does not bother me but he does he surely gets offended when you put your mouth on him so he defends his truth prophets he defends the anointing he defends you having the audacity to judge him God says judge not lest you be judged when we place ourselves Matthew 7 12 in a position of judgment or judge we're playing God God says he's not going to share his throne with anybody. So you've gotten unseated. You've stepped up in your flesh thinking you know best. And God's like, uh-uh, this is not what you want to do in this season. This will cost you mightily. So I'm giving this warning uh, for those of you who think you know more than God. uh to quit, put your, quit putting your mouth on people. He's telling you point blank, quit putting your mouth on people from this point on. And that's not being rude and telling you that. See, a lot of people haven't told you the truth ever. So a lot of people get really offended and they think who are you who are you who are you to tell me something like i don't care <laughs> i'm just telling you i'm warning you before you get there i'm trying to keep you from getting judged but as truth walks into the room or as god inhabits his bride so does his judgment so does his presence you understand that he's going to defend his bride if you love somebody you defend them if they're aligned with you if you're on the same spiritual page that means you see eye to eye that means you see eye to eye so what's happening to these people that are stuck on the outside is this is the devil using them purposely to get them judged the devil setting you up so this is critical for this year that we're walking or stepping into in the year of twenty twenty-four as God begins stepping into the room and a heads up for all you religious people and leaders too. Oh God's calling everybody out today. Um some of you think we truth prophets will be swayed by your false judgments of us. We're not moved. We're not moved we're not answering to you. We have relationships that God has placed us into for such a time as this. And we're not being rebellious either. We just have a mandate that God has called us to. And that's to, we're very, very loyal to him. And I'm doing exactly what he tells me to do. Because his heart is to get people that have gotten accidentally stuck on the outside in. So please keep your mouth off me too. And people like me. It's not you that called me, it was him. So God has made us in his image. And we're not a clone of you. That's what the spirit of religion does. It tries to make everybody be a clone of itself. And if you don't look like me, don't talk like me. If you don't uh, worship God like me, what if I'm not you? What if I don't see what you see or perceive what you perceive? What if your mind's messed up and you don't even really know what to believe and you think you're okay, but you're not. You're not aligned with truth. What if everybody sees it but you? So these are things you need to be considering in this day and time if you want to be aligned with the divine and coming inside. So if our image and our speech and ways do align, then these religious people's false perception of God are wrong. And the chances are and they need to get free for themselves. So this is a false structure they've gotten stuck within and it's comm- it's mess- messing up even their gifts and so they can't really discern the truth from a lie. This is why God called us to get free. You understand that he's he wanted us to go through deliverance so that we could have a holy reality. And so I I think that I sense by the spirit. The body as a whole, half of them, maybe less are in a panic right now because they don't know what to do and they don't know what to expect. and, And my heart goes out to them. But God did warn us for the last five years. Hey, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I don't know. Kind of goes hand in hand with that mindset because man thinks we're always okay. I'm okay as long as, as long as I haven't gotten judged, yet, I'm okay. You're okay. Hey, we're all okay. We can continue on our way. And God's like, no. I gave you ample amount of time. When I said a line, I called you to obedience. So God is looking for obedient, warm, loyal, loving, godly vessels. He's looking for people who want to serve Him instead of themselves. He's tired of that. This is the truth in what God's saying. As though that wasn't enough truth. Uh, The Lord explained this to me this last week, actually. Where he started talking to me about the truth and about things that we're praying in and what God is bringing us into. Because many of you think that God has forgotten about you. And you're thinking, God, are these things that we prayed about really going to come to pass? And so if that's your thinking, this is for you. This is for you. And I was so encouraged when God told me this. This was so cool because God is so cool in the way he answers questions to us. But he said, "Mizzy," I said, yes, sir. He said, the truth will always outweigh the lie. Because the lie is of the flesh or the devil. And just like when truth walks into a room, so does justice. And, it, and the spirit of the Lord says, I've walked into many of your rooms now, the bride, where she or some of you have entered inside, to where you can now abide in me in all truth, where justice resides. And then I saw God walking into a vision of God walking into the room of the United States, and men were literally falling off of man-made mountains that they had created. Who built your house? Who builds with you? Who built with you is it you? Is it your flesh? Because if so, it's built on the sand, it's made by man, or is it made with the true king's decree? Is Jesus praying in through you through true into me? See into me, see God, you're allowing him to see inside, cleaning up you as cleaning you up as the bride. And because you're in fellowship with the Lord and you're choosing to get cleaned up, guess what? As you pray. Jesus gives you unction about what to say, and he prays through you and decrees a thing through you prophetically to the Lord above you, around you. He's omniscient. And guess what? God can't deny himself. The Spirit bears witness with the Spirit. It's 100% effective 100% of the time. And when the Lord hears truth coming out of you, he cannot cannot deny himself. So truth has walked into your room. And guess whose prayers are about to come true? (laughs) That would be you. But people who built on man-made mountains are on the sand. Their mountains are about to crumble. That's about half the fake church. But God then, in the vision, went from mountain to mountain until he reached the church mountain. ouch. And he placed his finger on the church mountain. And many false, fake Christians began falling. I saw many falling off the mountains they had created. And oh, my God, you can tell, boy, people, they're praying witchcraft. Can y'all pray against the witchcraft, please? Thank you. We just bless their head, hands, feet, and mouth. Oh, yeah, It's funny. I don't know why this upsets people. When you start talking about the truth and you make people start dealing with their own heart conditions, they run away as though their denial is going to change what God's fixing to do. That amazes me about the fake church. And you can, I can see these numbers rising and going up and down over here. And they leave because they get afraid of the truth as though they're going to run away from God. He's everywhere, people. He's around you. He's watching us right now. Do you realize from now on until we go home to be with the Lord, you're in a test. Now, this is my perception of this because, you know, I believe that God is always watching us to see who's faithful. I believe he's trying to see who's going to be self-serving and they want to do their own thing versus who want to be obedient and do what God is asking of them. Because it costs you to serve the Lord. You understand that, right? It costs you to be obedient. Obedience is sacrifice. I'll get into that in a second. But then God said this after this vision. I mean, He said, just like only my spirit, my truth can change a situation, when man continues to place his mouth on holy things he never created, Man will find that his lies will not outweigh my spirit or my truth. So when truth walks into the room, my spirit then pushes out the lies so only the truth remains. That's for all your prayers you've been praying. So what you're doing when you decree a thing, decree a thing, decree a thing, when truth is praying through you, Jesus is praying through you, the truth is piercing the darkness. Through Christ in you to God above you around you and God can't deny himself to the thing is being heard by God it's being created and so this is the other thing I'm starting to notice about these goofy people and I am not being mean by saying this I'm just thinking people are I, I don't know what goes through people's heads the fake church especially because they start trying to abuse the word they start mixing the holy with the unholy and and they're thinking God's not gonna judge that and then they this is what they're doing letting they're using and the Lord just gave me Romans 319 and you know what did I put that in here it's where even the law because they live under the law but even the law won't protect them from God's judgment that's what it says go look it up Romans 319 that's what he told me yesterday he said they they act like I'm gonna protect them like they're gonna protect themselves with my word by pricing placing these false court actions over the areas that my people are praying over like it's going to stop my judgment from coming into the room or says that's not gonna stop me from touching you which is if you sinned against a holy god i'm coming in the room and i'm coming for you Do you understand people how serious the times are that we live in right now he's forcing alignment for people who want to choose him and not the flesh and not the ways of men so for those of you making the true king's decree and saying what only god sees and says you're you're in alignment with time you're aligned with time and with god's truth and you're now seeing that god is now revealing the difference between men he's showing you who's who who, and who is of god and who is of him satan Or who have chosen to stay in their own ways, forgetting about the ramifications of betraying the ancient of days. This is serious. He's wanting to see he's loyal. And you can kind of see, even in leadership, with people who want to play both sides of the court, if this is you, you want to appease men, you need to be careful about that that too, leader. God said, if I've called you to stand in truth and righteousness, you better be sold out. Would you do that to your wife? Oh, I'm kind of halfway committed. I don't know. I don't feel good. no, i'm afraid of what they'll think about me i'm afraid you know so-and-so's got a lot of money and i don't know what if they get mad at me They, she'd slap you upside your head your wives would slap you upside your head guys really sincerely they'd box your ears you better be wholly committed you think god doesn't have a standard for you too lord jesus so god says Those hearts who have chosen to come back to me are now about to see how I can turn their negatives into an instant holy reality because they chose to stay true to the King of Kings. This is the standard that we're going to have to maintain if we're going to stay aligned with him walking through time. So do you realize then that when truth walks into the room, all wrong perceptions are forced to bow as well to Jesus. So everybody that's not aligned is being forced to see the truth in time. Meaning all wrong mindsets that people have carried are forced to fall to the ground, leaving them either dismayed or free to walk in justice and liberty. They can choose just like you. But God's been very, very patient with the church, especially the fake church, where many have paraded around with their Christian knees, thinking God didn't mind. Oh, he minds. He minds. He surely does. And now he's coming in to inspect what many are portraying as him, when in reality, it's watered down truth to make those feel are those that are in sin at ease, feeling like he doesn't mind, but he's coming in. That's why he's coming in to inspect them. He's saying, Yes, I mind. I mind very much. You've watered down the truth for long enough. And now I'm going to show you whose truth. Is true. Yours are mine. Because mine has ramifications for the sin. And it doesn't align with what you call me, says the Lord. Because the Lord says the days of double standards are gone. <clears throat> Pardon me. The days of hypocrisy are gone. The days of snubbing your nose at others are gone. Whatever it is that you think you're getting away with. All the things we've gotten away with in the past are gone. As of 2024, you need to take it very seriously. Because it's going to be, I mean, if you think Ananias and Sapphira are bad, really, you haven't seen anything yet. As of 2024, as the spiritual laws have begun to place pressure on society, it's going to be affecting everyone. You understand that? Pardon me. Otherwise, why would the prophets have seen many fall on all the mountains, dropping dead? Why would they have seen all that? So it's affecting everyone. And, you know, I can sense by the spirit, some people thinking, and I thought this too, by the way, I I agree with some of you because I kept thinking to myself, oh, my God, he's expecting us to be perfect. And the Lord says, no, I know you have flaws. It's about your heart condition, your motive. It's all about motive. and so. What I sensed him saying was that, you know, as long as we're diligently obeying him and trying to get free and we're doing our best to get free from us, he knows what you can handle in every season. But it's when we are obstinate and when we're disobedient and we're thinking we know more than he, that's when you get his attention. Because if you do that to your parents, think about that too. That's a good, that's a good comparison if you did that to your parents, I don't know about your parents. My parents would have slapped me upside the head with a baby, with a gravy spoon. I had that happen to me one time. Have you ever had, have you ever been in the head with a gravy spoon before from popping off of your, I have in front of guests. I made a pop shop comment to my mom. My dad picked up the gravy spoon and went wham. And I had gravy all in my hair and I was shocked. But I knew exactly, I got his point right away. He said, don't ever talk to your mother like that ever again. And so God means it. And, and I really sense like the discipline side of the father coming in now. And a lot of people may have a problem with that because they, they're watered down Christianity. And that's that double mercy that does that. I love mercy people, <clears throat> but sometimes their mercy gets in the way and creates an enabling spirit. And so God is in the process right now, and he's trying to get us aligned. And so if my words sound harsh or terse to some of you, that's because your spirit likes watered down Christianity. And God's not into watered down Christianity. He's bringing us into all truth now. And when, <clears throat> pardon me, when all truth walks into the room, your eyes will be opened as to all the wrong perceptions you've been operating in. You've had the wrong mindset the whole time. It hasn't been the mind of Christ, it's been you. That's why we take you through C2 here. Because C2. The months of April through August are the months where you deal with strange fire or witchcraft versus Holy Ghost fire. <clears throat> the strange fire is the flesh. It's brought in by witchcraft, the occult, and God allows it. But the Holy Ghost fire is also brought in alongside of it if you will submit to him to burn off the dross, to burn off anything that's not of him, which creates the mind of Christ, the fle- the, the mind of of God's thinking, and it cleans up your gifts to where you truly start operating in all truth. And whether you're mercy or truth, you start coming into balance at that point so God can use you. So it's imperative that we start stepping in and understanding time now because it aligns us with the divine. So do you even know why God wanted us to come into all truth? By the way, this is an intense conversation. I get it thanksgiving Uh oh there i am thought i disappeared for a second but it's because he wants his bride near him for one for two like i said before he's coming in to expose many wrong perceptions or lies about what has gone on in our society for years and i think he did it to protect us have you heard of like uh, the different things that they're saying now Uh, that have gone on in the government and in the scientific community with regard to pharmaceuticals, things like that, things that we've dealt with that were unlawful. And so that's just the tip of the iceberg, by the way. There's much, 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 much more. The Lord's been showing me that. And so when truth begins to come into the room and all things begin to be exposed, why do you think God's doing that? He's doing that to prep us. so We won't be overwhelmed. He's trying to prepare us for what's fixing to happen so we won't be dismayed. And I would call that compassionate. And I think because so many are stuck in a spirit of religion and in their bubble reality, <clears throat> they think they're more wise than God. They're, they think they're doing God a favor by staying stuck to this false uh demon this is a demon of religion and there's no god's not anywhere even in that at all so their allegiance to a false structure is to the devil not to god he's nowhere there and then i think uh that so many i get worried because uh as a prophet i i see uh i don't have to announce that but In 2024, I just see all these people being overwhelmed by the shifting in the law, the spiritual laws, and because what it's bringing in on them is because the the darkness is rising with the light. You get that right? You understand that they're growing up like we're growing up. The the enemy's forces are growing up like we're growing up, and what they're doing though is the enemy, and the Lord's allowing it. He's allowing it um, to force God's people to align. But what's happening then is the darkness catches up with the third because they didn't get free. And so I don't know if you've ever lived under the curse before, that's a horrible reality. That's a hard thing to come out from underneath. So let me see there it goes. So but it's a hard thing to come out from underneath. And so you know, you can get mad at the prophet for warning you or prophets like myself for warning you, but that's not going to help you. That's usually pride and the demon that operates with you on the inside which is jezebel or religion and that's not either going to save you you've got to choose to do things god's way and that's where you get you come back to the ancient of days so god is saying right now some of the stuff these leaders are spewing out For some of you sheep to know you've got to be able to discern you've got to be able to discern if you're being transformed or not if you're not if you're not uh transformed and you're not being changed more into the love of god something's wrong something's wrong because those christianese ways aren't of god The love is the most powerful force on earth and love is the only healer you understand that right and so I just see this structure, and and I I hate to, yeah. Well, I'm just going to say it. When you hear people, and this is just my personal opinion, and this is I feel like the the structure itself. When you hear someone, and this is not to dog anybody. So if anybody's listening to me, you need to put your you need to brace yourself, buckle up. But when I hear people say brother this or sister that and blah blah blah, that's that's religion. You know that, right? Because if we haven't gotten that figured out by now, if we can't discern who's who, and that's your speech when people don't, that, that don't talk like you, then you try to I, identify them as not being of God. Oh, you don't talk like me. Uh, you don't dress like me. Let me see. You don't do your hair like, oh, God, you wear makeup. Oh, you must be not of God. You must be a Jezebel. What if you need a little bit of it? Really, because God does talk talk to us about taking good care of our vessels. And so I mean that's what I'm talking about who are we to try to clone people and force them into this false image because anything else offends or disrupts our bubble reality and what if your reality isn't of God because most of you have been raised in church and these are the doctrines of demons the traditions of man that have created that bubble reality that's that death structure we've been trying to teach you what if how about we just call You know, the pastor, Pastor So-and-so, or Apostle So-and-so, Mr. and Miss So-and-so. Jesus did. He called him Peter, Mark. He He called him brother sometimes. I see that. I get that. But I just see him trying to dismantle this death structure. He's trying to get us to come out from underneath religion. And that's not getting into sloppy agape either, by the way, because he calls us to love at all times. The standards, there's two things happening right now. He's dismantling the lies, but he's also forcing us to step into all truth and into a higher standard of who he says he is versus who man says he is or thinks he is. And man's perception isn't always the truth. So we're entering into the days where God is calling leaders who are single-minded, only loyal to God, not men, men and women who will not cower to the pressure Or the opinions of man. But they know when God has spoken, and they're not going to budge. And that's not being obstinate, that's being loyal to God because of the fears of falling into bad graces with those they deemed as more successful. They're not here to perform for man, they're staying true to what God has said. The Lord said this He said, Christianity is not a business or a corporation. It's a relationship with a holy God who wants our hearts cleaned up or else you face the consequences. You know, I get the whole thing about wanting to know which speakers of God and who's not. I believe that you should discern that, and I think that's wise. But I have to say this, too. You know when God's walked into the room. You know when God's resting on a vessel. You know when he's speaking to you. So if you choose to stay in denial because you can't deal with the truth, who do you think God's going to hold accountable? It's not me. I'm obeying him by speaking the truth to you. To help many of you hopefully get free, but it's going to be you. Because many of you would rather live a lie, demanding that others live it with you, instead of coming inside where it's safe as God's brother. And God's got a problem with this. He, he wants you safe. That's what he's challenging right now. He's challenging these mindsets. And some of these people will die for the lie. They would rather change. And the older we get, the harder it is to change. So we've got to stay moldable and pliable. But this is what we're saying. Don't you see the demonic rising? You see the darkness rising around you. Look at society. Because in order to outrun it, many of you are going to need deliverance and fast. Which brings us to Ezekiel 41, 1 through 4327 And it speaks about the temple. God's glory returning and filling God's bride again. Is God truly with you? The old temple should have been a place of sacrifice and singing. And at one time it was. But God first had to come in, and he's now making room for himself again because the beauty and the grandeur of a temple mean nothing if God's not present. And so this is why we've seen God draw back from so many churches, and we're thinking, where'd the power go? Why aren't they operating in the signs, wonders, and miracles? Hasn't, Hasn't that been a question you've had? That's been a question I've had because 25 years ago, it was full throttle, and then all of a sudden something shut it down. And I know it was Jezebel. Jezebel started attacking the church and started permeating the churches and got into the head. A lot of you leaders have Jezebel in your head. A lot of you are in bed with it. You're married to it. The one of your spouses are operating in it. What happens at the head trickles down like the oil on the beard of Aaron. The enemies strategically targeted you to pollute your body by the way some of you need to be careful leaders prophets especially prophets who you're connected to because there are false prophets Balaam's prophets out there and that spirits and that demon that demon has gotten so strong on them that they are strategically targeting some of you to connect with you to pollute your ministries and if it gets in it's going to take you a while to get it cleaned up. And if you pull away from it, it's going to try to attack you if it hasn't already done so. Because that demon hates losing its foothold. So these are strategic end times that we're now living in. I'm not going to say we're at the very end. I believe God's doing a turnaround, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk because the enemy hates to lose ground. But the Lord said in this hour, Do you realize that many of those stuck in demonic realities or religion are people who have fallen prey to witchcraft, i.e., Jezebel, where witches and Satanists, check this out, have released the false perceptions or these demonic realities, mindsets over their thinking. So the Lord He explained it like this. Remember, I was talking to you about C2, and I was talking about uh Holy Ghost fire versus strange fire, and that's the strange fire is actually in the summertime, and it's during the season of all these uh, occult practices of all their festivals and things like that. So they're releasing these spells over the atmosphere, over regions of our nation, or over the around the world even, because they have these occult festivities all over the world. And what that does, the spells are layered, structured, written, and spoken. Let me stress the layered, structured, written, spoken, frontwards and backwards. <clears throat> what does that do to you? You, especially if you're a key vessel and it, what it's done to the church, which which is why three-fourths of the church are stuck, um, it affects their thinking. Oh, they're trying to stop. Okay, it affects their thinking, though. It affects the mindset of the person because it's a layered They're layered spells that come on top of your thinking. And it's mind control. It's a type of mind control. It's witchcraft. And so then we start to observe our society start to behave with a lack of, what do you call it? Inhibition. They don't have any inhibition. They have zero discipline. They don't, they don't. It's like everything that's inside them that they haven't been delivered from is just Allowed free range. They can do whatever they want to do. So we see people acting on these impulses, on these demons that they haven't gotten delivered from, which the enemy knew would happen. So you have to get your right mind back. You have to get delivered, which is why God is teaching you about time right now. He's teaching you how to get aligned. If many of you will listen. So it's it's a process of beautifying the bride. And so it's also uh, to help you see as God sees and walking in a holy reality instead of settling for what the enemy has for you. Because if you stay stuck, you'll be inherently worse off than you were before as you progress in time. Because the light gets lighter and the darkness gets darker. Are you following me? So as the truth walks into the room... If you haven't been transformed, or if you haven't had your mindset transformed through C2, chamber two of God's heart, through Holy Ghost fire, guess who's staying stuck in a demonic mindset? Seeing only what the devil in you is from you. He steals your blessings from you through spells, laws, magic, layered, structured, written, spoken. I break that off with Jesus name. Thank you, God. They're going to hear this. He, they don't want you to hear this he 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 layers spells laws and magic on you through witches and the satanists layered, structured, written, spoken frontwards, and backwards. You need to bind that every day off your mind and then what happens these are called demonic realities, and it feels as real almost almost as real as the truth this is deep this is deep intercession actually <laughs> um but The thing that God's trying to get you to believe, Intercessor, we started off with the dream that God gave you at the beginning of this conversation. And so what God is trying to get you to understand and believe is that all you have to do, all it takes is one word from God to change your situation. And if all truth is praying through you, guess whose words are coming true? Yours, through Christ in you, because truth has walked into the room. And and so even though the enemy might try to attack your mind, he might try to attack your fivefold giftings, he might try to attack your senses with these demonic realities. You're not believing in your gifts, your identity is not in your gifts, your identity and your faith is not in what you see in the natural or what you feel, your feelings have nothing to do with your faith. Your faith is in God. God is the word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So if God gave you truth through a prophet, or truth through insight in your time with him you can take it to the bank it's gonna come to pass if you don't let go and believe the lies or the demonic realities or get stuck in the old by-and-by the religion the spirit of religion that's also serves as a distractor so he's trying to get you to mature to mature in your thinking mature in your gifts mature in your discernment come up out of the flesh this is part of that So in order then for God to do that, he has to fill our temples. When you set your face on him, only being loyal to him, obeying him, even when you don't like what he's telling you about yourself. He's saying, hey, I'm putting my finger on that. Change that. Stop doing that. Come out from amongst them. He'll tell you to leave people behind. Yes, he will. Like he told Abraham, come out from amongst them, Abraham, because not everybody can go where God's taking you. And, and not everybody wants the same level of God as you. You understand that? Some people think you're getting a little bit too much overload with this God thing. You're getting a little bit too much, you know. Oh, why? Because it makes you feel uncomfortable? Because, I, because when God walks in the room, so does authority too? That's convicting. But that's not my problem. That's not your problem. That's their problem. You stay true to God. You stay loyal to God. And not, I'm not saying be loyal to religion. If you don't know who you are and your identity is all jacked up, you're probably all over the place. So you need to get that looked at like a car mechanic. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay, we'll get back. We'll get back and get focused. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, here we go. But in order to come in as this bride, we needed that. You have to understand obedience is sacrifice, but it's also safety. And if I haven't learned anything, anything this year, man, anything in the last actually two years, there have been things that God has told me to do and I did not understand. And I got to the end of a thing and it unfolded and I was so grateful I've listened because it's happened probably about seven times. And I just like, oh my God, it's just painful to listen to. It just pays to listen. But obedience will cost you something. The truth will cost you something. Obedience or standing in truth can cost you friendship. Business ventures. You can lose favor with church leaders. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. It can cost you friendships that you thought were true blue. For 25 30 years and people fall off the same spiritual page as you and then they don't get you because you've gotten too serious about God well desperate times call for desperate measures wouldn't you agree it Can cost you family relationships or jobs that's true intimacy believe it or not when God starts to speak the truth to you about a thing that means you're getting serious about him and he's calling you near He's saying, "Okay, now that you're starting to trust me again, I'm going to reveal some secrets that I hold dear. And I want to show you some things about you and about things going on around you. And your eyes begin to be opened. And that's hard. That's really hard. We're learning things about leaders now. We never dreamed we'd ever see. But it was also prophesied through the prophets. And God warned us a few years ago this was going to happen. And when this started happening to me. When I started seeing these things, I thought, oh, no, that can't be. It took me two years to realize some of these things. And I just thought, wow. Holy cow. And when you refuse to budge off of what God has told you to do, people in their flesh won't like you. We're seeing that, too. Get psychologically prepared. It's coming. It's coming your way this 2024. But you gotta test it first. First John 4 3. The spirit that's talking to me. You want to test the truth? Do you believe Jesus Christ came in the form of a man? Died on a cross, rose from the dead, and that Jesus Christ is God. You gotta test the truth to see if you're really hearing or if it's just you. And once you know it's him, the prophet submits to a prophet. So you can go test it with them too. What do you get about this? Do you get this? We do it all the time. We do it all the time here. Because staying aligned, is it's, it's, it's just first and foremost, we're always in prayer. We pray 24-7. And we love to be in prayer. We're prayer warriors. We love to pray. And some of you think, well, you're, you're too harsh for me. Wipe on. I don't care. I don't care. I'm looking for people who want to come in as the bride. I'm not looking for Christianese anymore. I don't want water, watered down Christianity. God's calling us to get cleaned up. And some of you have residue, by the way, of religion on you. Residue. You're almost there. Some of you prophets do. You have residue of religion. Some of you have let Jezebel in and around you, and you know it, and you've gotten rid of them. And God says, You need to get the residue off of you because it's still clouding your gifts about people's hearts. Ask me, and I'll show you. But if you've tested the Spirit talking to you, and you know it's God, stand because God's watching you watching you he's watching to see what you choose you're going to choose him or are you going to choose man he's watching you it's easy you know it's easy to take the easy way out it's easy to appease man oh okay to be a yes man or yes lady a yes woman oh no I don't want to offend them I don't care <laughs> if I offend people I mean I try to gauge what and tell say what God's telling me to say but if God tells me to say something, I'd rather be, I'd rather him correct. I mean, I would rather be out with man than have God correct me and have be out with God because God's the one that you don't want to lose favor with. But it's that time. And your obedience will determine how God will use your vessel in these times. Because if you're one to comply with man, or well, you're a networker. you a networker? one of those afraid of man more than you're afraid of God god will set you aside and you'll have to become somebody that has to just accept what he's doing until you decide to change or be changed but you need to become unflinchable you need to become one of these men and women that I'm I'm a diehard you're a diehard for Christ I'm not letting go of the truth no matter how much it hurts you And and see, I think that's something that the Josephs have had to do. Oh, my God, that just came out of my spirit. Do you realize that the Josephs were put into the earth? They were, some are given the gift of joy, others faith. Very few are given the gift of love from birth. And from this point on, from this point on, with each generation, there will be Josephs that are born. And their light will outshine the prior generations. Did you know that? Their firepower will outshine the prior generations. Their ranking will outshine the prior generations. So for those of you who are usurping God's authority on some of our vessels, you need to stop. You're insubordinate. But even I will have to submit to the next generation. David was younger than Saul. But this is part of God's army and the way he's setting it up now. Because the further we move ahead in time, the higher the ranking gets. They're closer to God. They were born for such a time as this. They were born with God's spirit on their vessel. They're closer to him. So yes, you need to submit and quit making it a girl or guy thing. It has nothing to do with sex. It has everything to do with him. Some of you. How well do you play chicken? It means you're unflinchable. Because the only person you should be afraid of is the fear of the Lord. That's called honoring God, actually, because when we honor God, he honors us. If you haven't figured out what God is looking for, he's looking for acceptable vessels to inhabit. If you don't get cleaned up, he cannot inhabit you. That's the key for this hour. Which brings us to James 5, 1 through 20, and it talks about these last days. What God wants. Get your priorities straight. That's what he's saying. Get your priorities straight. You need to get your your head on straight if you want to come in and operate in the power of the ancient of days because there's a power in 2024 it's the spirit of the Lord the spirit of truth but it's a it's a power that's being endued in, into some of you where there are going to be signs wonders and miracles and that's why when it's God's raising up the Joseph's the Joseph's that have been gifted with the presence of God on their vessels from birth it's why we we looked at the truth all through the last 30 years when we were looking at the church saying, nah, that's not God. Nope. That's not truth. Nope. That's not love. And a lot of people were like, Oh, because of their watered down Christianity. And they were like, Oh no, you're trying to rock the boat. You're trying to make people feel uncomfortable. You're offending people. Oh, so they pushed us out. They pushed them out. The truth out. They pushed the truth out of the church. And now look at the church. It's in a lurch. Imagine that. Imagine that. So now all truth is walk. I'm here. I'm doing an inspection and i'm judging you seeing who's who but do you have the wrong priorities because if your goal are only to gain earthly riches then you completely miss the boat it's the lord who gives us the power to get wealth and that's by doing what he commands us to do obedience is sacrifice remember that which means god knows your needs so when you practice his ways like tithing Staying connected to healthy streams, let me stress the tithing, no one wants your money. That's part of what's expected of you if you're the bride, tithing, because that's a mature warrior who understands that their seed is what keeps them connected to the healthy stream. So when they can't attend that that replay or that you can't listen to the live stream, you're connected to the stream. So you're moving along with them because of your obedience, which is better than sacrifice. So healthy streams, you're staying connected to healthy streams, churches, leaders, doing what we know we should be doing. And then God does what he says he will do, because you've been faithful and true. Are you patient? You learn to sow the right seed, the right seed meaning placing your seed, your tithe again, in the ground, and then you're getting free from you or the sin, the flesh, so God can inhabit your vessel. You're beginning to see Jesus and allow Jesus to rise up in you to pray through you which means all truth is walking into the room so yes you will get what you're praying for and if others have exploited you the lord says the judge is at the door and he has the final say not man so all life if you know anything about the lord has lived in seasons so we live From a season of seed plus time equals harvest. Kenneth Copeland, 2016. So perhaps God is preparing you for your next season. Don't be so quick to give up. And then you have personal concern, maybe. Maybe you're one of these people, and this is something I want to warn you about too, because you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. This is what I'm learning as a prophetess. And it's troubling to me. Because believe it or not, even though I sound strong or terse in some of my words, I do love people. Or I wouldn't be on here. Think about that. Why would I obey the Lord? Obviously, I'm going to obey the Lord, but I hope I do. But I do. I get worried about people. And I'm thinking, gosh, we have three-fourths of the church that are really screwed up. And this is a lot of people. And and, and why do you think God is doing it so early in the ball game? This is not the very end. So he's giving us ample time to enter in. He's trying to see whose hearts he can turn back to him to pull you out of these demonic mindsets. You can begin again. But it's personal concern for a fellow believer when they begin to stray from the truth. Are you one of these that stands up and you challenge their lack of truth? Or do you get intimidated when they act like a dog backed into a corner? They start biting back at you because there's a way to deal with people in truth about the truth and love so they can hear from above and not you, which brings us to Psalms 119, 1 through 16, where God's using truth prophets in hopes of bringing his people back to him again. Wow, full circle. I don't plan these, by the way. This is what comes up in the Bible for this day that I read for this day. And I'm just shocked every time it always deals with the the issue at hand. It never fails. And it's funny, you know, (laughs) how a truth prophet can highly upset a sheep stuck in denial. Talk about upsetting the apple cart. Just like Jesus talked to the Pharisees. And people think that, I don't know what people's perception of Jesus is they seem to think that Jesus is some pie-in-the-sky double-mercy God he never gets mad he's an emotional God his feelings his feelings and last night as a matter of fact we were talking to him and listening to him and he was upset he's upset with the body right now he's upset he's frustrated annoyed but they're not listening they're doing their own thing leaders are doing their own thing let me stress the leaders they're doing their own thing trying to appease man Instead of getting yourself focused on him again and doing only what he says to do, he's trying to bring you out in three right now. But he was upset. And so it's, it's just funny, you know, Jesus told the Pharisees, He said, You're a tomb of dead men's bones. What does that mean? What does that mean? Have you ever thought about that statement? That means they were acting like death under death structure of religion. And it had permeated and infiltrated their perception of God. It screwed up their perception of God. So now, they were teaching through a messed up lie of who they thought God was or watered down truth, which was a lie. Because they hadn't gotten their heart cleaned up. They didn't get their mind cleaned up. To see as Jesus sees. He told them, you are a tomb of, dead men's bones whitewashed sepulchers all them rattlesnakes not really but snakes. she called them snakes because it their perception of God didn't address their sin this is what the church has become they become watered-down truth where it doesn't address sin leaders are afraid of addressing sin they won't allow God to come in and they want to handle it with kid gloves and there's nothing wrong, you know what we do here we get our people I'm going to tell you point blank and we have a and I'm not trying to sell our program or anything we're getting ready to produce uh modules for churches to help their get free and we're still praying about this, but we've put together almost ten modules for you. it's a series, and it's a foundation building series. you start from the ground work up and you work your way up into high levels of truth because if we were to tell you straight full on. Like some of the tidbits you're getting from me here we blow your hair back because your perceptions are so watered down you're not ready for who God is on these higher levels that's why when you re- you run into these truth prophets they blow your hair back because they're operating at these high levels of truth high levels of God's spirit and you're not some of you are and so that's why the truth offends you. he came to purposely separate the truth from a lie. This is the time we've now entered into. But we have to start addressing sin, because if we don't, trust me, judgment will. Judgment will as He enters in. Which brings us, as we wrap up today. I mean, I want to thank uh, again, Margaret Rowe. Thank you for your sponsorship. Thank you, Smack Talk Radio. I always appreciate what you do. Hope you guys have yourself a great holiday weekend. Watch yourself some football if you're into that. Eat a lot of turkey. But stay on track. Stay on track. And, you know, I will say this. You know My dad used to tell me this. Talk about my dad a lot. My mom, too. My mom is mercy, but she's also truth. More mercy than my dad. Um, My parents used to always tell me all the time, because I used to hate to deal with hard things. And and I think it comes from being the baby of my family. And you know, the babies of the family sometimes are given a little bit more grace. And so our parents have a tendency to do a little bit more for us. And unfortunately for my parents, I was very independent as a child. I wanted to do my own thing. And but I avoided hard things. And my dad used to tell me, he said, he sat me down one day and he said, Melissa Ray. And I always knew that when I heard Melissa Ray. You know you're getting ready to get the dad talk, but he would say, "You can't run away from life. You can't run away from difficulty." Uh, like the day my grandmother died, the day uh, I gotten kicked out of a something unrighteously something bad had happened that my dad had it was unrighteous and my dad addressed it. He went to the coach and addressed it. But um, we have to deal with hard things. We have to deal with loss. We have to deal with things we thought were true that aren't true. We have Deal with them. And my dad told me that day, he said, Missy, the best way to address these things, he goes, I see you trying to run away. He goes, you take the bull by the horns and you get over it and you get on with it. Because the sooner you get over it, the sooner it will be over with. Because it may hurt for that moment, but God can start the healing process. And I've never forgotten that. But that's true for all of you. You know, people will disappoint you in this life. People will let you down. People are always going to hurt you. Even leaders are no perfect people. But God will never let you down. That's why he's trying to draw you closer to truth. Because if you know anything about the truth, when you start coming into all truth, everything becomes clear around you. And by the way, truth will always be. Real. So I don't know what we think we're running from. It's always revealed. It says it in his word. God will expose the sin. Wicked. The truth will always be so. Proverbs twenty eight six through seven. As we wrap up today, better's the poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who's crooked in his ways. The one who keeps the law is a son with understanding, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. I'm going to go get and start commencing with mine. I probably won't see you though on Friday. You're taking off this week. So I'll see you next Tuesday. And I think we'll continue leading you into the divine. So until then, have yourself great. Thanks. See you then.